Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. Good morning, Chicago. I'm Ron Cowgill, and the Mighty House team is on the air. Do you work on your $500 computer? How about your $5,000 or maybe $20,000 car? If you don't, is it because you don't know what you're doing? And if you don't repair your own computer or car, why do you think it's okay to work on the most expensive investment in your life? Are you really going to work on your home by yourself? Why not give us a call? Find out if it's something you should try. We can also help you put a game plan together so you can tackle that home project correctly. With a little help from us, you can make sure your most expensive investment does not turn into your most expensive mistake. Give us a call at 877-711-5611. That number again, 877-711-5611. Hey, Rich, I made it through. You did, (laughs) although the audio sounds terrible. Oh, does it? Oh, it's up, (laughs) down, up, down. You'd think somebody's standing there with a volume knob going up and down, up and down. Really? Wow. I made it through there. That's the first. it It took me two months. It's good. Well, it takes a while to get used to it. <laughs> yeah. We've got open phones right now, so get your questions in. In the first hour, we'll be taking your calls, and uh, you can also uh, check us out, and we'll have the Mighty House Tip of the Week in the uh, in the first hour. In the second hour, we're going to be talking to Mr.'s Floor. Aaron and Igor will be in to uh, catch us up on the latest stuff that's going on with your flooring. And we'll have uh, Clutter Clarity with Robbie Earhart. And in the third hour, we're going to talk to Herb Rosenberg about property taxes, the uh, the adjustments. How to, are, how to appeal them. How to appeal them, yes, because that is coming up starting next week is the adjustments they're going to be hitting you. So That's uh, a scam in itself, and I can't say nothing to Herb because – Yes. No, they rig a system to screw you <laughs> so that you can have a career charging people one-third of the savings yes. while you unscrew them Yes. That's instead it. of just fixing the initial problem. Exactly. I don't understand what the problem is. Chicago. <laughs> it's Cook Illinois. County. Cook, Cook County. <laughs> it's Illinois. Illinois. It's not just the county. It's right. Illinois. Warren Buffett said, do not move there. Yeah. I don't think a single person's moved to Illinois. <laughs> I know 80,000 leave every couple of weeks. Sure, sure. Uh, you can join it's us on Facebook. It's a mess. You, well, it's stall. We can also join you on Facebook Live. Rich is doing a good job of stalling. Uh, <laughs> I heard. Join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and Mag Erad. That's M-A-G hyphen E-R-A-D. And we're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on the Mighty House YouTube channel. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. You will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. There you go. Thank you, Rich. Uh, Andrew, thank you for <laughs> fixing the levels. They're consistent now. That up and down thing, I thought I was on a boat. 
Yeah, it could have it could have had something to do with internet connection because over you, here it was stable. I was I fine. I listened to it on the way in. Yeah, hours ago. Yeah, yeah. That's what and it was fine. But but thank you for letting me know of that. I appreciate it. <laughs> in other words, <laughs> I love this kid. <laughs> Good morning, Robbie. Did you guys look at the website? Oh, I know. Oh this, my gosh! This dude's got it going on. I'm telling you. Uh, that's why we got to make fun of him. We got to bring 16. him down tonight. I, I think he's P.T. Barnum. I know. Self-promotion. <laughs> Wait, when was your birthday? My birthday was February 26th. Happy birthday. Thank you. You should have told it. us. I didn't. I don't like telling people it's my birthday. You're 17. I'm 17 now. I feel so old. But he's been to Cuba, Rich. Yeah, yeah. I went to the Matanzas province of Cuba on a mission trip. I'm going to Bogota, Colombia this summer. They got some really good coffee there. Cuba? They do. I brought some back, and it is delicious. <laughs> Surprisingly, I got it through customs. I don't know how, but yeah. wow! Yeah, was it a church mission trip? Yes. Very nice. Thank you. Very. I... Wow. He's forty. I'm telling you, he's forty. He's in a seventeen-year-old body, but well, yeah. If you read the emails, jeez. I know. Thank you. That e- <laughs> you made that email up just for our pleasure, didn't you? Well, not really. I wrote that to all the different weekend hosts that are, are that I'm not going to be there. For. No, you didn't. At that same email, Mighty House on Air Talent. I regret to inform you, I'm going to be relieving myself of my duties for two possible days. Go ahead. No, go on. Go on. It's it's a dissertation he put out. Yeah, it's you a- made that up. I mean, so Ron, Ron writes back. Uh, so you're taking two days off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, was unbelievable. <laughs> you put every big word that I knew uh-huh. in there. Yeah. Thank and you. hit spell check before you hit send. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then because you signed it with your web page, I had to go look. Right. It's unbelievable. Uh, it's still in the works. It's like how can that be a in the works? B plus website, in it's, my opinion. Oh, <laughs> it's a huge photo of you, and uh, then all these quotes about how amazing you are. Yes, from all these different people. Thank you that, that he wrote for them. Yeah, but you know what? He no, noticed Rich. They wrote those. He, hey, Rich, you notice he didn't ask us for any quotes. No, I did actually. <laughs> well, because the grammar would not be so good. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, fresh meat's cool, dude. If you would like we to write em. one, please do. Fresh really meat, cool, dude. Ugh, tools, good. Andrew, good. <laughs> there, there it is. There you go. Andrew, good. <laughs> <laughs> Mighty House says. Andrew, good. Andrew, good kid. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Amazing. You are All pretty right. awesome. There you go, Andrew. So there, there, there. See, look at that. You're the topic for the first segment of the show. That's, that's really amazing. <laughs> we got our fundraiser going on at our high school radio station that oh, I'm yeah? slipping off to right after this. Okay. So. Wait, what's the go fun? Ahead. Why don't you tell us these things? Because I don't want to interfere with the show. Oh, like, <laughs> come on. Really? Yes, because we have this whole set routine. <laughs> we have our things. We have to talk about everything that's important. Really? I do a fundraiser for MS. Oh, Rich has awesome. done the St. Baldrick's in the past. We yep. talk about fundraisers. Sure. You mm-hmm. never know. So, please. Yeah. Uh, so, this is our annual fundraiser that we do. It's called Radiothon. Uh, we do a day. The broadcast is going on right now, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. I'm going to be on later today. 
uh, at some point for People an hour. People want to know this, Andrew. Yeah, I'm going to be probably on between four and five. We're, we're going to see. But I'm going to be putting in some of the interviews I've done with – we try to get prominent people to come on our station. Like we've had uh, Muhammad Ali come on Holy about 15 years moly. ago. Yeah. Um, if you say Rain Obama. Wilson from The Office. Uh, he played Dwight Schrute on The Office. <laughs> How did he you came get on. Rain Wilson? He went to our school. So he came on, uh, which is cool. I'm interviewing some musicians, uh, Matthew Polanzani, who I played on this show as the bumper. Mm-hmm. He's going to be on. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be fun. And some Chicago radio personalities as well. Yeah. And this is, you're going to be on from 4 to 5? I, I believe so, yes. What are the call letters? Call letters WNTH 88.1 FM, the voice of Dutrier. There you go. Okay, and what are what's the fundraising part? The fundraising part. So basically, all the hosts we 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 do, we pay like brokered content. We pay. That was my idea. Uh, we pay for each hour, <laughs> <laughs> just so we have a set amount for to improve our equipment, and then um, we field donations from the community. So you can donate on our website, uh, WNTH Radio or WNTH. You can just Google search it, and it'll come up. So yeah, and and then you have enough money to pay for the electricity to fire up the equipment. Uh, that's mainly well, paid at least for by he's on school. FM. Yeah, yeah, that's paid for by the school. <laughs> oh, okay. The license, uh, and then we just want to get new headphone jacks. We want to get some new equipment. We pay for our program automation system, etc. Got it. Got it. Cool. Thank you. All right. Again, one more time. The what? WNTH eighty-eight point one FM, the voice of New Trier. It's called Radiothon. It's going on all day, uh, six a.m. to six p.m. You can listen. We have podcasts on our SoundCloud page. You can go to our website and listen to the live stream. Yep. See. See what you started, Robbie? I'm so impressed. Yeah. Thank you. And, Rich, I will check those levels in the recording of this hour. Just, <laughs> I, for some reason, the correlation between my headset and yours is different, I think. So I will. No, the, it that. sounds fine. It was just that open. When he was reading his open, it was all over the really? place. It was it's been jumping. fine okay. since. I'll look at that. So, as he's talking, he's giving us his, our cues. You're right. He's managing the board. Yeah. He's trying to fix everything yeah. at the same time as he's promoting his radio show that yeah. we asked him to. You right. didn't. You're not self-promoting. We asked you to. Thank yeah. you. But you're doing yeah. all this at the same time. Uh huh. <laughs> and I'm standing here just walking in the door. Sure. What's I don't I don't see what the problem is. It's absolutely perfect. This is the way it all is supposed to be, isn't it? Andrew's amazing. <laughs> Anybody who wants to talk to Andrew, eight seven 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 one one five six one one. Yep. Eight seven 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 one one five six one one. If you want to talk to him about making a donation to the station, maybe you grew up on the North Shore and you're very fond of New Trier High School. Uh-huh. You know what? Give Andrew a call. He's awesome. Just to say hello. You don't even have to make a donation. You can, though. Call him up and find out. Yeah, there you go. Plain and simple right there. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with uh, some emails and some phone calls right after this. You are listening to... Mighty House. Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Here I come to save the day. Here they come to save the day. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, tunein.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. You will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at mrfloor.com. You can also go to Patreon, patreon.com slash Mighty House. And uh, this month we're giving away the Klein Multi-Tool. So 
check it out right there, patreon.com slash Mighty House. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, and figure out who was going to be on the show this week, how can they do that? Uh, probably best thing to do is go to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, and uh, you know, put in your first, last name, email address, and go to the bottom and click on Boom Done. Boom Done, just like that. Boom. Just like that. Just like that. Okay, so, Robbie. Yes? You disturbed quite a few people this week with your post of the the light fixture that was made out of a guitar. I was really surprised. Why did that disturb people? Because someone was destroying a a musical instrument. And how could you do that? You know what? It's funny because... (laughs) Well, they don't teach you how to play them in school anymore. You might as well. (laughs) I posted that, and I didn't see any responses. Oh, yeah. That's, usually I see that in my feed. I yeah. didn't see a single response. And, oh, there were people that were upset with you for destroying a, a, a musical instrument like that. I was, Please. I, I know. It's it's amazing. I thought it was a pretty cool fixture. Yeah. So I thought, okay, so that, what they did is they took a guitar, and then they cut in some, like, the, the small little puck lights into the body of the guitar, left the strings on, wired it up, and called it a light fixture. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. I thought it was pretty cool. So I, I want to take it one step further, though. Mm. Get an old fan and and put the guitars on the on the fan and have the guitars spinning around on a ceiling wow. fan. What do you think? Awesome. <laughs> and then the wind blowing through the strings and all that stuff would probably start making some nasty noises. Be a lot of fun. That would be cool. I don't know why people would be upset. I mean, I don't, I don't know instruments at all, but uh-huh. I mean, there are probably some that aren't worthy of being played anymore. Sure, I would. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of them like that. Yeah, so why not repurpose, reuse, recycle? Which is sure. what we tell people all the time. Sure. No, I know. I just found it very humorous. Wow, that's interesting. That you got, you know, you, you were people were complaining that you would even suggest to destroy a musical instrument like that oh brother <laughs> well now i'm gonna have to go find um that post because yeah. like i said i didn't see a single response to it yeah so i know i thought you know you always see light fixtures made out of oddball things mm-hmm. and you know making one out of a guitar would be pretty easy to do well i was just thinking um we were at a restaurant in florida and um apparently it's famous for its shrimp but we sat in a a room and there were guitars all over the wall. I know a lot of places do that, have guitars hanging on the wall. You know, the famous people, they don't, well, it's not destroyed, but it's never going to be used again. It's a piece of art on the wall. Well, they hang them up. Right. Yeah. But isn't that the same thing as the ceiling or the, the light fixture? It's a piece of art on the wall. No one's going to take that guitar down off the wall and play it. But they could. But right. they're not. But they could. But <laughs> but they could right. So I, I think once you cut a holes in in a guitar and make it into a light fixture, you're done. It is no longer a can be played that mm-hmm. you know as a musical instrument. Well, I'm going to find out who put those little comments, those okay. rude comments, and see you know right. Okay, do those things. Um, what note did Trixie have? Huh? Trixie came in with some note. Oh, it's it's time for the will report. Okay. That's what Because then was. I have a funny story later. Okay. I don't want to forget it. Okay. Let's go to Will real quick. Hey, Will, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Are you there? Uh, yeah. I'm Hill. Are you got it? Yep. Got you. Good. Okay. A uh, little thing today uh, about liability. 
Uh, I know, you know, I, I also teach home inspectors as well. And the thing you have to remember is that code inspectors have authority, but no liability. Right. Whereas home inspectors have liability, but no authority. Okay. Because you can't sue the city. Right. Anyway, so. You have no liability either. That's what I'm, it says on page one. Right. It's, it's an observation. That's what I try to say. Yeah. So the thing is, the thing is that I'm trying to get that across to the, to the students because we're liability managers for the clients. We're managing their liability essentially. Okay. So, um, typical, typical Chicago, uh, you know, three unit condos or even the old, uh, bungalows. You see the front porch, you know, brick front porch with concrete steps. Uh-huh. And you'll either see like flat, uh, stone, uh, you know, going up on the sides. Or you'll see the, the large, wide, uh, slanted stone, you know, on the edges. Um, and I pointed this out the other day to a uh, uh, client. Um, there's no handrails. Right. And, you know, you, you have to have a graspable handrail, which means you got to put your hand three-quarters of the way around it. And it has to be certain heights, within certain height areas. Uh, Rich can probably tell you exactly. And uh, it has to be, it's not just for, you know, keeping people from falling off, but also if you slip and slide. So here this guy was buying into this condo, beautiful building, very, very well built, beautifully flashed. They're finally getting the message about how to flash these places. Excellent. And um, it had no handrail on the front. And so I said, you got to talk to the association because the association has to put in a handrail. Someone slips and falls. You guys are in for a big bunch of, of liability yep. and um so it's 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 you got to look and see where people can get hurt and what can be done about it and protect it because if you're aware of that liability then it's willful negligence on your part as opposed to just you know right accidental and we've had we've had someone- we've had uh, three different municipalities now actually make us add those handrails because the ones that you know yeah. the, the the pre-made ones that come from uh, Timber Tech or you know these pre-made railing systems are actually too large that you can't put your hand around them correctly, and they make right. us put up a separate handrail just for that, yeah. right next to the uh, the the one that comes from Timber Tech, you know. And uh, we are you talking about for de- are you t- talking about for decks? Yep, decks and front porches. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Nine, so. nine times out of ten, you'll see a two by four for the handrail on a deck. It's too big. Yep. You got to have something that's graspable. Correct. But uh, it's it's just you know people have to realize this. Or they the, the big thing now is they're having paver brick covered uh, front porch uh, steps. You know they have a slab. They put down paver bricks. Right. And they mortar them. But mm-hmm. mortar comes loose, and someone steps on the thing, and it comes loose. If they fall, they break a hip. Guess who they're going to sue? Right. So. Um, Always, always keep an eye out for liability, and uh, that's the way to do it. Excellent. So, and I know you know about that. You guys are professionals. We, you know, we, we got to deal with it. And I think that's You're from over my ear. You, <laughs> you know it. Yeah, and I think that's in the new IRC, the the latest uh, latest code that just came out. Um, I, well, it's been, it's been there before, but just people never enforced the, the it. The code people don't always look at everything. Yeah, and that's the trick. Yeah. Uh, just because it's been code inspected doesn't mean it's been fully inspected. Usually yeah, so. you can tell what chapter. Have a good one. All right. Thanks, Will. Thank you. Okay. What was that, Rich? Usually you can tell what chapter the inspector's on by what he <laughs> inspects that day. Yeah. So 
you do not need a handrail if the rise is 30 inches or less. So you can have Correct. three risers and you do not need a handrail. Now, it still doesn't mean somebody can't fall. They could. Sure. But, you know, certain architectural elements don't want it. You know, you go on house.com and look at all the fancy stairs. None of them have handrails. They're open sides. They have more than a four-inch space between the treads. Yep. And, you know, yeah, and so all the no little risers. babies will get their heads stuck and everything. Uh huh. I mean, just I get the codes are there to protect people, but it's somewhat out of control where people just need to take responsibility for their own freaking actions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like a, an open stair tread where the risers are open and there's no, they're not, uh, there's no toes. Toe all our treads are three inches thick now so that I can have an open staircase and still stay under that four inch minimum. Oh, see. There you go. But it's just, some of the stuff is just so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. So you, you, where were you, you going to okay. go there, Robbie? I was going to go. I was listening to a news report on the radio this week. I'm trying to think of who it was, or but I, I, I can't. That doesn't matter. But they were talking about the fat burgers in New York. Why are you laughing at me? I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> uh, Robbie? I'm laughing at at at, at uh, Andrew for trying to keep your mic the same, you know, quality of. Actually, quality Andrew, of- it's only Ron's mic that keeps going up and down. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's when you're talking that does that. Robbie sounded fine. The aside from <laughs> Will's phone service, it stayed even. Oh, excellent! Hmm. But yeah, Ron, when you talk, it goes hmm. like that. Okay, so back to you, Robbie. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, you like it now? <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, so there was a news report about fat burgers in New York. Okay. And we've talked about fat burgers before. Yeah. What yeah. are fat burgers? Andrew, what are fat burgers? Uh, I'm not sure what a fat burger is. I don't want to make an assumption and then be wrong. Okay. Trixie, what are fat burgers? She won't talk on the air. It's you go to it, it's it's a restaurant. You go there and they make you a burger and you no, eat it. No, and- it's all the waste that clogs up the plumbing. Oh, the grease balls in the, yes. in, uh, in the Called sewers. Called fat burgers. Okay. Because so it's a restaurant too, isn't it? It is. Okay. So now there are, um, what are those uh, messages? This is a, a uh, my head Rob- is a, The robocalls? No, when you, like a PSA. Okay. Okay. What are those things called? PSAs. 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 I knew Rich. I knew that Rich was going to have that for me. They are P. They are P. There are PSAs in New York now about fat burgers, yeah, and how to prevent them. And they are having to teach people that there are only four things that go in a toilet. Uh huh. And the four things are all P's. So what are the four things with the letter P that go into toilets? And they actually talked about this on the radio. No, yes. really. Who P Pontiacs and I don't know what the fourth one is. <laughs> okay, we should have a prize for somebody. Do we have paper. any prizes? Paper, poopy paper, not Pontiacs. Pontiacs, poopy paper. I don't know what the fourth one would be. Poopy paper. Poo. <laughs> P. Yeah. Paper. I don't know. Do we have anything to give away, Andrew? 877-711-5611. We'll find something. We'll find somebody got, who can come up with the fourth P. It's easy. I think we, it's easy. We've got, the, we've got the 
OVLED headlamp we can give away. And we have the, the Mighty House tool. The bubbler? The bubbler, yeah. yeah either one. They can pick either one of those. What's the fourth P? Yeah. You know what it is, right? We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Does your dig back? Let's dig it. I thought you said your dad did not bite. Is that a snot my dog? It's that, Mighty House. That's, Call that's Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right, you can join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265. Mr. Floor and Mag Erad. Podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. All right, there we go. I think our... I never know when you have more to say. I should pay attention. <laughs> why Why start now? Stop. So, there we go. Right, do we have a winner on the, on the phone yet? We're getting his info now. So oh, okay. Wait, somebody, how do we know it's the right answer? We don't, but they're going to tell us on the air. Yeah, we're, we're putting in his info right now. So, we'll... we'll oh, I see. I second. see what you're yeah. saying. Okay. But it, I will tell you, um, it's called a fat berg. Fat, oh, fat berg, not like burger. An, yeah. Got it. Yeah. So, there, therein lies the issue. Of right. why I didn't find it. But so. I searched for that burger. Got and it. I found it. And maybe that's what Trixie was uh, actually wrote down on her flashcards that she came around the corner with. That we can't see. Right. Well, I, if you if you read fast enough. Can you read them? Because from yeah, here so far I can't I read been. it. It's on yellow paper. It's like it's very hard to see. Okay. There we go. Uh, who do we got on the air there? Uh, we got Scott from Palatine. He has an answer for Robbie. Okay, there you go. Hey, Scott, you're on Mighty House. Hi, can you hear me? Hi, Scott. Can you hear me now? We yes. can hear you fine. Yeah, I got you. Is it uh, puke as in vomit? It's puke. Oh, it's puke. oh it's nasty. Puke. But there you Makes go. Makes sense. Did you guess that or did you hear the PSA? I just uh, ran through the options and I guessed it. <laughs> You're right. When you think about it, what goes in the toilet? Yeah. Pee, poop, uh-huh. puke, and paper. Okay. And they're getting your address. Is that what I hear? No, she. I think she already got it. They, so, so what? They do you, already got it. All right. So, what do you want? Do you want the uh, OV LED headlamp or do you want the uh, Mighty House bubbler? A bubbler is okay. Headlight, okay, awesome. Very well. Uh, We'll get that out in the mail to you this week. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Thank you. All right, you too. Bye. Yay, puke. Um, (laughs) Although, as I was saying, from the 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 disgusting thing is from a woman's point of view, there's five things that can go in the toilet. No, 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 no. There are certain consequences to living in an age of convenience. Plastic straws are filling up landfills, prompting widespread bans and restrictions on their distribution. Now New York City is turning its attention to an even more disgusting scourge. Uh Uh-huh. Fat bergs. 
A fat burg is a repulsive coagulation of things you shouldn't flush down the toilet like bacon grease and so-called flushable sanitary wipes. We all know bacon grease goes down the sink, not the toilet. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. And you know where those two drains come together, right? Right, and the big, huge one. Right, sure. They can be immense. One London fat bird grew to be 143 tons, becoming a cautionary tale for the rest of the world. These mobile chunks of waste travel in sewers, creating a significant creating significant blockages. The fatbergs can force untreated water into clean water sources and cause backups in residential plumbing. New York City currently spends $20 million annually on clearing these blockages. Officials have now decided to mount a public campaign cautioning residents against some of the bad plumbing habits. They have a new website admonishing people to abide by the four P's of flushing. Poop, pee, puke, and paper are fine. While grease and wet wipes are not, they should be thrown in the garbage. While most people don't have a problem directing their vomit and feces, I love writers, don't you? They don't want to say poop too many times Uh or puke, so they have to say vomit and feces into a toilet without written instruction. There's still a widely held belief that wet wipes are safe to flush. This is likely due to companies labeling them flushable on packaging, though the city's anti-fatberg site insists that flushable simply means they won't clog a toilet. Once it's in the sewer system and mingles with grease, the wipes begin to contribute to a public health problem. The city removed almost 53,000 tons of debris from sewage treatments screens in 2017. Most of it consisted of the wipes. Nice. See, and that those don't belong. Right. It found another one here. It says, yeah, the flushables. It's all about those, quote, flushables that truly are not flushable. So the, the worst part is if you've got, if you're on a septic system, and you've got a septic tank, your whole septic tank could fill up with those things then too. And then they can go out and there's uh, off of your septic tank, you've got these lines that run out like a, a, like for a leach field, and it can get in or and a, clog all those up too. And what's then, a leach field? That's where it allows Water that. goes out to drain. It leaches into the ground. Correct. And so that, that'll go out into a leach field, and then it can clog all those pipes up too. And now you've got to dig all that up and replace it all. All because of these flushable wipes that aren't really flushable. Um, a couple comments I want to make is uh, Aaron said the fourth P is plumber. <laughs> Good job, I Aaron. like that, Aaron. <laughs> um, Larry says poop, 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 poop. <laughs> Joe did say, Joe did come up with puke, but sorry, we were looking for people to call in. Yep. And... Um, I want to go off topic because. Really? Stop it. <laughs> Do you see me looking at you? No, I'm not Wait, even watching I have to anymore. see which way I have to turn to look at you. Am I turned the right way now? Stop it. Uh-huh. There you go. Am I? No, you're the wrong way. Oh, yeah, you are. You were good. You were good. Stop it. Fine. We'll take a phone call. Then I'll go off topic. There you go. Hey, Bob, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. I'm glad to hear you all back on the good old WCPT again. Yeah, yeah, that's good. We're we're having fun. Well, um, it can't be Packers. They're too expensive and too big. Packers. (laughs) Or Packards. Um, Packards. (laughs) There you uh, go. I got a technical question for you. Sure. Uh, water heaters. Uh-huh. Um, 
I get, I could get the bill out, but I know mine is over 10 years old for sure. Okay. And we have uh, delicious, out here where I live, uh, liquid uh, iron ore well water. Uh-huh. And for some time, mine's been making all the rattling that you talk about. Sure. And would it be advisable, uh, with the age and everything of mine, to, to do the Maggie Rad on it, or would that... Well, here and we know. just we just did one. We just did a Maggie Rad uh, flush on a, on one that was from 1996, and he was having mm-hmm. trouble having water. If he wasn't getting the uh, hot water, wasn't lasting very long. So we right. we we, uh, we put the Maggie Rad in there. We flushed it. We got it all cleaned out, and it's running like a new water heater. So uh, I think it's definitely worth a shot. And if you swing by the the Menards. Uh, you can pick it up. Like for a 40-gallon tank, you need two of those containers. I happen to know that the Maggie Rad gentleman is listening right now. Oh, Bob is. The creator and inventor of Maggie Rad. Yeah. So if he has any thoughts and comments, I'm sure he will let us know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it will make a difference, and, it, it, and it'll get it cleaned up. So I, I would definitely say it's worth a shot. I was, I was really surprised. It could possibly extend the life a little rather well, than it, end it. No, no, no. It, it, it's not that it most likely will. It will. It, it so it, it makes a huge difference. So yes, it's definitely. Huh. And, and you know, but you still got to do a whole tune-up. You got to change the pressure relief valve. You got to put a new dip tube in it. Yep. Uh, and probably a a new anode rod and clean it. So there isn't more than just buying a tub of Maggie Red and doing it right. Yep. Yep. There's a there's a there's a, a full step to it. And uh, what town are you in? Uh, big city of Otis, South of Michigan City. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. If you want, you can uh, you can get it at Menards, and uh, that'll be right in the plumbing department. And you can pick up a new anode rod for your area too. So make sure there's different types of metal. So when you pull that out, because you're going to take that out to to dump in the uh, you know the Maggie rad anyway. So you're going to use that to put it in and out, and then you can get a new pressure relief valve at the same time. Well, I'm- I'm going to have it done because oh, okay. in my condition, I can't hardly pick up a pencil anymore. Okay. Well, then, but, then they, they'll yeah. know when, when they come and tell you that we need to change the pressure relief valve and we need to put in a new anode rod, you know right. that they're not yanking your chain. And a dip tube because yeah. you're drawing water from the wrong part. Yep. Yep. So, But all, all of that would be, be cheaper than replacing the whole unit. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah, without question. So. Okay. All right. I appreciate well, the phone call. I thank you. Okay. I thank you kindly. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye, Bob. Yeah. So that, the Maggie Red is, is some pretty cool stuff. I, we actually, we took out another water heater and uh, because it was done and it had never been cleaned. And I don't, I think that's about 10 years old. We're going to take a grinder to it and cut it open <laughs> and see what's in there. And then, mm-hmm. and I think we'll shoot a video for that for YouTube and, uh, I was thinking of mixing up some Maggie Rad and dumping it in there so you could actually watch it go to work and clean in the, inside the tank. Nice. So, yeah. So I, it should be fun. But I like cutting things apart for some reason. I don't know why that, why that is. Who doesn't? Isn't it? It's, it's fun just to, just to tear things up. That's funny. <laughs> 
Yes, Robbie. Okay, can we consider continue with poo? Thank you, Rich. Um, okay, so we have an email. Yeah. And they would like our thoughts on flushable kitty litter. What? I don't have cats, so I Googled flushable kitty litter, which is a thing. That sounds like a major, major problem. No. I can read you the article that I found about it. But, yeah, it's all over. You know, Amazon and all these places, flushable kitty litter. Okay. What is that clay called, Rich, that when you get it wet, it expands? Mm -hmm. Most cat litters are clay-based. I'm sorry. What was that, Rich? Ball clay. That could be it. Yeah. So it's that kitty litter. Is it for waterproofing? Yes. Most. Kitty litter is made from mostly. Yes. Most of them. Some clump, some don't. But um, this is new stuff. Uh, okay. Say nothing about it. Zordon is great. Flushable litters often positioned as an environmentally friendlier alternative to clay base. These litters are often made up of corn. Well, that gives a whole nother. That doesn't start Definitions with Definitions to corn it doesn't poo. Start, it doesn't start with pee, corn so you can't put it in there. poo. No. Okay, we'll continue this after the break. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> this is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. <laughs> Lisa, if you don't like your job, you don't strike. You just go in every day and do it really half-assed. That's the American way. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right, we're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And, of course, uh, you can join us on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash mightyhouse. And uh, this month, we're giving away the Klein Multi-Tool. So uh, go to patreon.com slash mightyhouse. Sign up right there. And uh, somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich. How can they do that? Just go right over to uh, mightyhouse.net, the Contact Us page. Just fill in your first, last name, email address. Scroll down to the bottom and click on Boom Done. Boom, done. You can also give us a call on a Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. .com. And uh, are we ready for the tip of the week, Rich? Yeah, if you want. Did you, uh, did you get your waffle iron purchased? No, I didn't buy it. I just thought it was unique. It just popped up on a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you might like it. And it's a waffle iron you're supposed to put on your stove, so I don't like that anyway. Oh. Like it won't because it's too long. It won't sit on a burner right. So you'd have to slide it back and forth. It's not like it's a wired or electric. You know, oh. So it, it, it's, it's wider it's than It's lacking in design a little bit, but the intent is pretty funny. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. Cool. Well, then uh, let's see. <laughs> if rumbling and cracking sounds are made by by the water heater, or it never seems to be enough hot water, it's, t- it's time to clean the tank. This condition occurs when layers of sediment caused primarily by hard water build up on the tank bottom and heating surfaces, producing a heat-retarding scale. Maggie Rad is a patented food-grade compound designed to dissolve and remove the hard water sediment through the heater drain. Maggie Rad is approved by all leading water heater manufacturers and is safe for consumers to use. Double lever and triple the life of your water heater with Mag E Red. That's M A G hyphen E R A D. 
You can find Maggie Rad at your local plumbing supply house or even Robbie. Sorry, Menards. I was buying a waffle iron. Menards. <laughs> you can get it at Menards, too. There you go. All right, here we go. Okay, Sparky. The board went further than it normally does. <laughs> it did seem to, didn't it? Didn't it? Like from the time it left the planer yeah. to the time it hit the floor was longer than normal. Yeah, it had a longer Which structure. is the same drop you play all the time, but it sounded different. <laughs> all right. So what we're going to talk about today is what makes Energy Star appliances. Oh, good topic. I like this one. So Energy Star program was established by the EPA in 1992 under the authority of the Clean Air Act. Uh-huh. So since 1992, the Energy Star and its partners have saved American families $450 billion in energy costs. Wow. And it probably cost all about the same to manage it. In 2016 <laughs> alone, Energy Star helped save Americans over $30 billion in energy costs. More than 90% of American households recognize Energy Star and more than 700 utilities, state and local governments, and nonprofits leverage Energy Star in their efficiency programs. All right. So are Energy Star products really better than the standard products? Are they different? So here's the thing. And I, in order to do this, yes, that first part I just pulled from the Energy Star website. It's plagiarized. However, <laughs> trying to get the research, what makes one item better than another? What is the standard? So how much better does something have to do become Energy Star? Right. I don't know. Really? It's there are some things, but it's it's pretty convoluted. So it it's been my understanding that if you per, if you uh improve the efficiency of that particular product by a certain percentage over the other lines within your company, that becomes Energy Star. Well, it doesn't call it out like that, and it requires third-party testing from a qualified place. But refrigerators that are 15% more efficient than the minimum federal efficiency standard. Okay. Okay, so I did find on a website, ecfr.gov, CGI bin text, blah, 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 <laughs> blah. It's pretty hard to figure out what the hell you got to do. Yeah. I, think, I mean, it's government. So then it's funny, too, because I'm on the EPA's website, and at one point it says the EPA wants to make this simple so that it's all here, so you only got to deal with us. Uh-huh. And then I forget the year. Let's see. It was about 1980. No, it was after that. Anyway, now the DOE is part of it, Department of Energy. Mm-hmm. So now you got to deal with two big, giant government bureaucratic things to try and figure something out. And Bottom line is your payback on this stuff is usually in the years, lots of years. Right. They So it's a waste of money, it really is. So if you see a label, just ignore it. The <laughs> the Energy Star is 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 an it's been always been my understanding that if you take a refrigerator and you compare it to the same kind, it was like you just said, fifteen percent more efficient, but that's only in the frigidaires. It doesn't compare it to a sub zero or um, you know, one of the other types of, of uh, refrigerators or LG or something like that, which seems to me you would want to compare them across all lines that there's a base. Well, that's en- sort energy. Of what they do. So here I tried and I just wanted to stick with clothes dryers. I figure okay. clothes dryers and refrigerators are the two biggest energy, go- you know, killers. Sure. Right. Yeah. 
So clothes dryers manufactured after January 1st, 1988 shall not be equipped with a constant burning pilot. There you go. Saved gas. Sure. Two, clothes dryers manufactured after May 14th, 1994 and before January 1st, 2015 shall have an energy factor no less than. So your energy factor, pounds per kilowatt hour, 3.01. So that's for an electric standard, 4.4 cubic feet or greater in capacity. Your energy factor is 3.01. Okay. It does not tell you how to come up with that. I think that's why you need the third-party tester. Got it. Clothes dryers manufactured on or after January 1st, 2015 shall have a combined energy factor of no less than 3.73. So this, again, is pounds per kilowatt hour. So if you have a a dryer that has 4.4 cubic feet of capacity, you can now put, I'm going to just make this in simple terms, 3.73 pounds of clothing per kilowatt hour, where it used to be 3.01. Okay. So that's your improvement. And so if you can meet that, then you now Energy Star. Got it. So the, the list for refrigerators was quite extensive because it was side-by-sides, freezers above, freezer below, sure, water in a door. I mean, it's, it's very specific. And they have these very strange formulas for coming up with it. So I think in their own weird way, it probably does save energy. It just, I don't, it just seems like a lot of money spent to just come up with an arbitrary number, so to speak. Well, and the... Like like you were get, alluding to earlier, it's the simplicity of it. How do you know? And, you know, for the average consumer, all they see is the Energy Star label. That They don't know what that really means. I, okay, so I might, I'm going to save energy, but to what extent? Well, and when I'm comparing... How long do you, long do you think a, a, the average clothes dryer lasts? 10 years? 15 well, years? At I least, mean, yeah. I mean, aside from a, you know, plastic button popping off or something. Sure. So Energy Star certified dryers use about 20% less energy than conventional models without sacrificing features or performance. This adds up to a savings of $180 in energy costs over the lifetime of the dryer. Yeah. So if it goes 10 years, that's 18 bucks a year you save. It's or, or, is it, or is it that much per year you save? No. No, it's over, over the, the life of the machine. It's just like oh. a slot machine. If it says it pays out 93%, it means over the life of the machine, not while you're sitting there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You so, happen to hit a stingy point. Right. Um, so washing that, machines use what they call the modified energy factor, and this is an equation that takes into account the amount of drier energy it's going to take to remove the remaining moisture. Oh, there's so a Some good of this one. stuff is actually pretty That amazing. one's cool. Somebody thought about it. So washing machine goes on spin cycle. If it does not remove enough water uh-huh. from the clothing in spin cycle, it will lower its energy factor because you, they know it's going to take more energy from the dryer to dry it. Excellent. So they have a modified energy factor. Cool. All right. We'll be back right after this with Mr. Floor. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Exit 